Hello everyone, welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. We have a full house tonight, bringing you Transformers news from around the world and across Australia. This is episode 265. We are recording live on Friday, November the 11th, 2022. And if you are listening to this a week later via a podcast app, stop it now. Head over to YouTube where this channel where we produce this podcast live. I've fluffed it already in the opening line. And uh, you can join the Transformers Collectors Club Australia Facebook group where we also stream live during the uh, recordings. This week's episode, we will be discussing the first Rise of the Beasts toy that appears to have appeared. Uh, we'll check in on HasLab's Deathsaurus crowdfund progress. And um, some of us have seen episode one of Transformers Earthspark. So we'll have a, have a bit of a chat about that. All that and more is coming up after this. I've got so many choices of people that I want to introduce uh, this episode who all have speaking roles and uh, Brad is doing something. He's crossing his chest and praying. Yeah, and no, it's 30 seconds into the show and Brad's already doing, um, I believe it's, I believe it's, yes, sorry, I'm being told it's the Macarena. Um, yes. Uh, Brad is joining us live tonight for this episode. Mate, how are you doing? It's been a long time. Oh. Brad's uh, nice. Brad's showing off that he actually has a matrix with a working with working batteries installed. If you remember our saga at Oz Comic Con, Mikey. No, he's After showing 42, off that he's the true prime. Yeah. After forty-two car wa- uh, car washes, the wax still beads. Um, that's still going six years on. That there's some good batteries in that thing. Oh man, yeah, I think I think, I, th- I think our batteries died on day one of Oz Comic Con, didn't they? Oh no, oh, no, we, no, it was we went loose. out. We, no, we went out and got new batteries specifically for it. And yeah. then they just, they periodically worked. So actual people that came past you actually did actually open it and get the light. They actually had the touch. So not everyone had the touch today. It was very, it was a very discriminatory matrix. That is hit and miss. I mean, the, the, matrix, the matrix is well known to be pretty picky about who it, who it thinks has the touch. I think it's all in the fingers from it's the finger holes, basically. But, yeah. 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 Traveling on for that. Max, it. how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right. I'm sort of vaguely out of it. Just got back, just made a four-hour drive back from work in the Mallee. So kind of, yeah, um, just returned to civilization after being completely disconnected from most of any of this sort of stuff for a week. But it's a nice way to snap back into things. Max has returned to civilization, sat down and decided to do a live stream with us, everyone. So um, please, please do make him feel welcome and thank him for his dedication. Uh, and, and of course, uh, Mikey, how are you doing there, mate? Yeah, I'm good. Um, it was funny just before tonight, um, I, was, I was peer pressured into going out and getting Korean fried chicken. Um, I'm just like, oh, I've got a podcast on tonight. Just like, yeah, 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 it'll, it'll be quick. You'll be able to come back. So I literally got home from work. Went back out, had Korean fried chicken, got home just in time to do this. So very good. Yeah. So it ended up being a pretty good night. Korean fried chicken, top four. Korean fried chicken, Transformers, and work. Maybe not. (laughs) Maybe not necessarily in that order. Not the best combo, but a good enough. No, it's fair enough. So, uh, gentlemen, it has been has been a couple of weeks since we've been on uh, doing a live show. Um, What has what has happened in the meantime? 
What, what, what have you been up to? In fact, my, uh, I, I say a couple of weeks, but uh, Brad, it's been several months, I think, since, <laughs> since we've had you on. Like, how about we start with yourself, good sir? What's been, what's been going on? Uh, well, I'm um, once again in the bunker, sorry for the lighting, uh, trying to evade the monstrous mosquitoes that are currently inhabiting the area due to all the floodwaters. Can you, the, not, uh, can you not ward them off with any of the fine fragrances from the cabinet behind you? Uh, I have this fine fragrance right here, the good old Mortine. <laughs> um, I gave it a good old squirt under the bench here before, thinking I'll get them, and two big redback spiders dropped down on the ground. So I'm, mm. um, I'm going to be ducking my head down, looking at the ground for the next few hours. But Brad, um, Brad, Brad might flee the room, uh, screaming. <laughs> um, just, in, just in case. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll just just be careful. Like if something actually does land on your leg, just just calmly get up and move away you know yeah it'll, it'll be a thud, a thud of the dirt that's gonna go ass over it there'll be tape there'll be benches going everywhere this is this is this is uniquely australian podcast content where we are talking about transformers with a hint of redback spiders um usually usually with transformers it's tarantulas unless someone's got a black arachnia in their possession at the moment oh, um, is she yeah, on the desk she's not nah, there's some dire dire times at the moment but um need to come on talk about transformers be happy and keep the uh, spirits up very good very good max how about yourself you, you um, said you said actually you said you've been you've been out of contact with civilization for the last week or so yeah and then i'm about to disappear off for another month again so it's just <laughs> feel, um that's actually just that's actually just max taking shelter from the looming christmas spirit <laughs> yeah Right, Gary. Uh, um, working out on Capram Station in uh, South Australian Mallee. So, yeah, try base. That's just what I've been doing for um, in my PhD research at the moment. So, basically, getting a very long way away from any sort of Transformersy content. So, not, nice to actually not not nice to actually get back and. Um, yeah, just get back into things. Sorry, in case you couldn't tell, I'm incredibly bloody tired. It's a, it's <laughs> like it's not just it's barely nice to immerse yourself back in the world. Yeah, also haven't slept enough, so may, at the very least, you got four people. So when I inevitably start slowing my speech, as I just did, and <laughs> I can have people fill in the void because I've not slept much at all. Fair enough too. Uh, Mikey, I'm not going to guarantee I'll off? still be awake by the end either. <laughs> I, I mean, that, Would have been the first time. <laughs> we, no. yeah, look, we, we, we accept that risk um, every week, uh, but yes. Uh, Mikey, have you had enough sleep? Oh, you know me. I always get my sleep, Jason. Um, yeah. But yeah, look, I've had a really good time. That's actually, not really creepy friendly. at all. It was good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was very yeah. good. Straight to the point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it gets his sleep um, who stands in his way. Honestly, honestly, do not get in, in between me and my sleep. You'll uh, you will regret it. Um, I actually had some very good personal news today. I got accepted into Western Sydney University for um, teaching for the teaching course that I was uh, going for, and it was my first preference. And I got in, and I got um, oh, fantastic today. So congratulations! Um, pretty happy. Yeah, thanks, guys. Um, yeah, so really good day today. And um, yeah, other than that, just working. Um, yeah, I haven't really purchased many Transformers recently, as can be told later, as I have no acquisitions. <laughs> yeah, we often go week to week, and it's like, I'll have one bot here and there. I've got a desk full of stuff for acquisitions tonight. So, like, right, um, well, you can we, make up for it. Yeah, we, we, can, we can have at it with that when the time comes. 
Yeah. Um, what do you think? Without without any further ado, I think we should probably get into some news. Oh, did anyone um, ask Jason what he was up to? Uh, it's it's pretty. It, everyone everyone knows what I'm up to because I <laughs> I post pictures of Transformers in the Facebook group all week. So, um, yeah, no, it's 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 been pretty straightforward for me. Just uh, work work and working at a little bit of playing. So yeah, beautiful. Welcome everyone in the chat room as well. Uh, our our live our live viewers. We've we've got Hello, a few guys. people. Look at all a few people there. chatting along. Um, uh, Brad, you'll be happy. Mark is Mark is, uh, Mark is, um, Mark is uh, on board with your hatred of Redback, saying uh, you know, quoting the classic indie line about him hating snakes. Uh, we see can see Robin there as well, and uh, a couple of a couple of nameless Facebook users. But uh, yeah, so I'm sure... you guys can make yourself known because we don't know who Sign you are. In. <laughs> Yes, remember, remember to remember to give our StreamYard app permission to access your names. Anywho, we're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Asbury news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? Uh, we are going to move on with some news because we have been blathering for a short amount of time, which means bringing in the screen share, the screen share, the news screen share. And speaking of the spirit of Christmas, uh, the 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 um, I would say the spirit of Mariah Carey is strong in this one. It might even be a case of when you open up the trailer, she might pop out. And um, what's the game where you try not to hear her song for Christmas or something? But it's all I don't want for Christmas or something. It is holiday Optimus Prime, there, and that there is no there is no Mariah Carey uh, involved with this. Just just to be clear, uh, it is a a brand new Optimus Prime mold. I say brand I say brand new. He's a slight reworking of the of the Earthrise mold. Um, he's been molded into a realistic Volvo truck, and it does appear that this. This figure used to be the thing that we were considering was going to be the Amazon Prime, Optimus Prime. Uh, that partnership appears to have fallen by the wayside, but Hasbro has mm-hmm. done something with the license anyway. Uh, that is a that is a properly licensed uh, Volvo truck, and I can't remember the name of it, but I'm sure someone will put it in the comments shortly. And um, it, I, I'm actually I'm super impressed with the paint job on this. It's got a it's got a, a there's a red Optimus Prime cab. There's um, some candy stripes on the trailer. There's an Autobot symbol wearing a uh, Autobot faction symbol wearing a Santa Claus hat. There's some green highlights on the cab, and the whole thing looks like it's dusted with snow. So, like, what is not to love about getting into the getting into the holiday uh, <clears throat> sorry Christmas spirit uh, with holiday <clears throat> Christmas Optimus Prime? Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just they can't call it what they want to call it. Anyway, they it really looks it looks good. They really can't. But like the the box, you, we're looking at photos, which I believe were taken by Sixo at Comic Con a couple of weeks ago in in London. Um, the box has even got a gift tag uh, written into its artwork and looks like it's got uh, wrapping paper on its print. Whoever does like whoever designed this figure and designed the box and everything, they've had a they've had a ball. Like mm. uh, it, it, it looks. Like I said, it looks fantastic. There's a lot of paint applications on this, and they're very unusual paint applications. Like it's not just like you know painting the arms red or anything. Like it's actually giving it a fairly realistic sort of snowy, uh, snowy look to the the cap and well, the like. It so looks like something you'd nice. see in the Christmas pageant. It like yeah, you know what I mean. It just looks <sighs> like 
and a bit of well, Christmas decoration. It's really, really bugging me because someone, I think I talked to someone today, it might have been, I can't remember who it was, but they say the trailer reminds them of the KFC packaging. Yeah. So it looks, <laughs> like, a, it's a, it looks like a big KFC well, trailer. If, if the trailer opens up, then like there's a function right there. Like, Fried chicken storage. That, that's your play pattern. Yeah. The, tra- the, tra- the trailer does open up to store your Christmas turkey, I'll say, instead of your KFC. <laughs> mm. um, so what I find interesting about this is the, the they have been, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm quite a fan of the paint job and, and the way that they've applied the paint to this. I have been of the opinion that Hasbro is trying to find new ways to apply paint in more places on figures like when we saw the earthrise trailer this is this is the earthrise prime trailer with a new paint job on it that that thing had very little paint on it so to see this much on it to be clear this is molded in white and the red paint is is applied onto it so they've applied the red paint but they've also applied it in such a way that it looks like it's got snow on top of it so it's really it's quite cute and it's quite deceptive as to how they've done it I'm, i'm quite a fan I feel like this is something that Hasbro has been trying with some of the Netflix bots from the the final wave of Netflix, like with the Sparkless bot. We saw basically an all-over paint job on that. And we also saw a different paint job on the um, Behold Galvatron last year where they they had basically panel-lined it. So I feel like this is a new technique that Hasbro is experimenting with and we're seeing it come come out to play in different places here and there. Hmm. Did the um the Earthrise one have it being grey molded plastic for the trailer? Did it have blue stickers on it? Or was that blue paint for the stripe? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it didn't actually have a blue on the trailer at all. I think it was only green. Oh. Mm. This um, mm. it looks like this poor Volvo is trying to pull a office block or a relocatable school building. It just it doesn't <laughs> suit each other at all. I wonder if they just took the money they got from Amazon and said right. We've got this money. We don't have to do that blue one anymore. So we'll just throw it at this. Um, yeah. Look, are there bot it, mode images of this? Uh, there, there should be. We've got some official photos. If there's no bot mode images, there's uh, only there's... one decent. Like there's one official photo showing a bot mode, and that's it in terms of actual decent quality photos. It's kind of weirdly promoted. We'll go. Yeah. We'll go. We'll go for it here. There are some stock photos, but um. So is that Ugh. the photo that you're thinking of? <laughs> There's there's a stock photo of that and there's it's literally the only decent image of the yeah, okay. I'm pretty really, sure that, yeah, it's I'm really pretty, strange. I'm pretty sure this is the same photo, it's just on a on a different background. Yeah, yeah, it's, so, it's the same photo, but it's the only one they've released. So <laughs> what the, what they've explained that they did with this is that they basically took the Earthrise Optimus Prime and reversed it. So yeah. um, the, the 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 cab of the truck sort of forms the the front of the legs instead. Um, and so yeah, it's 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 an interesting it's an interesting switch to the transformation. But they did say that it is different enough that they consider it to be a new mold, and it will be reused in future. So yeah. a lot of people have looked at this and saw. I think it was Combat Heroes Optimus Prime. Combat Hero Optimus Prime. Yep. Yeah, Combat Hero Optimus Prime. And so like we can probably expect that to turn up at some point in the following year. It's it's very combat hero Optimus Prime. I mean, the legs transform. Well, the legs look like the legs for that that figure, and that yeah, design, the, the cab's so. the same general shape. Yeah, it's all the same. Oh. So that's yeah, we will get this. I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, What's this? So, Two hundred bucks. What's the price tag on this? Yeah, well, what is it? I have I have excellent news for you. Um, I asked Hasbro Australia if this was coming to Australia, and they said no. 
Um, that is good news. That's perfect news. They said they said they said no because they they said that they couldn't get it to Australia in time for Christmas. Now, to be clear, like this is a really tight time frame on this. Um, they've announced this. This was this was announced in the last couple of days of October. It's gone up for pre-order on November the first, and they're saying that it's going to be delivered to people in the UK and Europe, uh, UK, Europe, and the US sometime in December. Now, I do know that it's coming in Hong Kong in December, but I don't know precisely when. However, um, since Hasbro told me that they couldn't get it here in time for Christmas, I have noticed that Pop Culture has it up for pre-order. And it's a very reasonable price considering it's a re it's a repaint and a special edition mm -hmm. of a leader class mm -hmm. figure, hundred and ten dollars. Mm -hmm. And pop culture will give you free shipping for that price as well. Oh, that's actually really good value. Yeah. Okay. That's not too bad. That's yeah. Retail. So with the, the, basically $9 retail figure then. Yeah. So that's, it's, that's it's, what, it's basically yeah. retail for a leader class figure. Uh, it's it's yeah. on the higher side of that retail, but it is a special. That's, edition, that's just so. pop culture. They do that. A, it, um, a, a little bit. It is an ETA of March, though. So Hasbro's Hasbro's statement that they couldn't get it here in time for Christmas is true. But I think it's also fair to say that people people who want this are still going to want it in their collection. Uh, mm. I very famously, I very famously got the uh, the last year's Holiday Optimus Prime, the Super Seven Reaction figure, um, mm. and he arrived at some point in some point in I think March or April for me. But whatever. But that's the problem you have where. Yeah, you're not going to get here by Christmas, but this isn't marketed to kids. There's no cartoon. There's nothing. This is purely for adult collectors. Why is Christmas such a deadline? We're going to get to this later with the new Earthspark series. If you have a certain line dedicated to a certain demographic, why do you have to hold the whole lost? Uh <laughs> There's no reason why this has to be out by Christmas. Uh, yes, it's Christmas themed, but collectors that want Optimus Prime want something new. For those six people that are Volvo fans, there's a Volvo Optimus Prime. Go for it. But <laughs> it, um... I think a lot of adult collectors just like silly shit. Oh you yeah, they, they, they just go that, for. That's, that's very true. I've seen this some of them silly shit in our group. Yes, yeah. and I, I think yeah. that's, again, that's about no the all reason reveal why. Is. Yeah, there's no reason why Christmas has to be the deadline for Hasbro. They Hasbro could say, right, we can have you by February. Yeah, okay. but also but, it it does it. Where show me on that box where it says Christmas? Ah, uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Look, look, can I can I can I can I humbly suggest that this is also not very holiday worthy of Australia because it is like a it is a, a snow snowy Christmas, right? If mm. you really wanted to do Holiday Optimus Prime for Australia, um, like he's going to be wearing a pair of budgie smugglers down by the beach. He's sun scorched. Right? Well, the way we're going at the moment, I had the fly going again yesterday, so we're still sort of in the grips <laughs> of winter in Victoria. It snowed on the Alps last weekend, so there's still snow around. Um, it's, it's it's true. It is it is a little bit crazy, but um, I I am confident that by I'm confident that by Christmas we're going to be having we're going to be having uh, sunny sunny days on the beach. Oh, 
there's a bet in that. <laughs> you, you can up there, but I don't think we're going to do any. <laughs> David says he'd love to see Budgie, see Budgie Smuggler Prime. I, 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 I agree. I reckon. I reckon a special edition Holiday Optimus Prime of Budgie Smugglers is probably the way to go. Maybe I may even speak to one of the many, many customizers in our group about about doing an Australian Holiday Edition Optimus Prime. We'll, we'll yeah, see how but they, can they can they do it the base in skin tone? You gotta oh, get mate. rid of the red. Oh mate, there's, there's, there's couldn't you just terrifying. go get yourself a, a Buzzworthy Dinobot and just slap on yeah. some Johnny? Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Up on some. Yeah, guys, officially, officially, the the targets of the target has changed. It's now a holiday Dino Bot. <laughs> uh, Rob Rob Franklin says the uh, the uh, the Aussie Optimus would be a Bunnings truck as well. So yes, very hundred percent, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look. Oh God. To be honest, I'm getting ideas. Um, how many How many of these things does pop culture have on pre-order? Not entirely sure. Um, switching switching gears, we'll go back. We'll go back to the uh, London Comic Con uh, as well because <laughs> there were two products announced that day, and the second one, the second one was one that was rumored for a while, which was the black repaint of Perceptor, who is Gen Select's Magnificus. This would be, I believe, probably the third Magnificus fi figure. There was the um, there was the uh, original the E Hobby uh, Black G One Perceptor. There was the uh, the black version of the um, Reveal the Shield. Yeah, Reveal the Shield Perceptor. You're quite right. And now it's the black edition of the uh, the Studio Series eighty six mold. Uh, hmm. Make a Magnificus. Uh, it's a really, it's a really good Perceptor mold. It'll make a, it'll make a wonderful Magnificus as well. And uh, we've seen, we've seen it leaked a while ago, so we knew it was coming. And I will, I will tell you all that it is available for pre-order already on Amazon Australia for the princely sum of forty-five dollars, including postage. And it will, it will make its way to you in mid-February twenty twenty-three. That's so, a good price. How do you like them apples? Hmm. Not bad. That's not very Christmassy. <laughs> no, no, that was that was the Black last one. <laughs> Maybe he's the Grinch of this uh, of this set. So he's Magnificus is the Grinch, and Holiday Optimus Prime has to defeat him. Maybe true. Maybe true. Uh, very uh, look. Very very welcome. I've got I've got the other I've got the other Magnificuses. Uh, is that what's the plural form of Magnificus? Magnificai. 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 That, is, that, is, that, is, that actually I'm rolls really up a tongue. I'm really quite sorry. Well. To, I'm really sorry to have to do this, but that is not true. It's actually Magnificuses. <laughs> no, it's surely. No, it's not. No, it's a. It's you're a proper voted. No, yeah, fair enough. Voted. You've you've uh, been outvoted three to one, Jason. I'm sorry, you're off the island. Magnificent. <laughs> Yes, magnificent, magnificent iron. Uh, yeah, so so we're all going to be getting magnificent iron. Uh, I believe is that is that right? Um, who's who's in for Gen Select Magnificus? Um, a pass for me because he's G one, and I'm not really doing that at the moment. So, but he looks great. Like if I was into it, I think forty five shipped in an Australian setting for an exclusive deluxe is pretty damn good. Yeah, if you can get on that, that's pretty good. I'd jump on this one as soon as possible, really. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, it's, it's a good I, I, deluxe I, as well. In, in fact, I'm not really sure why I haven't already pre-ordered it. So I, I, should, I should really get onto that. So, yeah. Um, what, are we, what, are, what are we doing next? So, Mag, uh, so Holiday Optimus Prime, Gen Select's Magnificus. What else? What else has been happening lately that's noteworthy? Oh, yes. 
Victory Saber mm. has uh, Victory Saber has started to turn up across Asia. Um, the good old good old Haslab Victory Saber, the previous crowdfunding success from Haslab, rival to the currently funding Death Saurus, and um, to be perfectly honest, something that I'm really really looking forward to, really looking forward to getting and adding into my collection. So. Um, he is he is starting to turn up. Um, there is a there is an official release in some territories of Asia on December the first, and Hasbro is holding to that holding to that date. But it does appear that that might not apply to all territories, uh, as some people are getting him in hand already. Um, really, really interesting to see. Uh, the, we've got where, where, where are the where's the pictures here of the the box there's a, there's a lot of photos and in fact i've chosen the one that doesn't have a photo of the box in it so well well done to me but um uh, boxes just down there yeah there we go so there's a there's a there's a good good look at the box and we did see we did see the box and the packaging um at uh san diego comic con so it is nice to sort of have another look at it um this these pictures have caused a little bit of controversy in the community though because um it has emerged from these photos that Victory Saber and all of the commands are in fact tied onto their trays with plastic ties. That's, <sighs> yeah. Well, so the, the the other accessories are in a clamshell as well. Yeah, and yeah. The, the access the accessories <laughs> are in a clamshell, and it does really sort of beg the question of why didn't they just put another put another layer of plastic in this and just do the clamshell instead of um, instead of tying them in. Um, there have been some stories. Of, I'm not. I'm not really sure how much I believe this, but there have been some stories of people opening up their their victory sabers and finding that the plastic ties have taken some paint off it. But Ooh. I don't know. I, I don't know that. I don't know that the areas where those ties are crossing over are, are really actually painted that heavily. So I'm not sure if I believe that or if I think it might just be people trying to trying to just um, stir up a bit of negativity. I feel like if it was a serious problem and be photos around well so it, it's worth remembering that this is this is only this is something that's been happening in the last 24 hours like it's it's happening yeah, now sure. it's not an official release but these have these have found it's well hasn't been an official release in the territories that i'm monitoring um but it is finding its way into some collector's hands whether it's coming from the warehouse or from some some distribution we don't we don't really know, but uh, as I said, in some some of the territories that I, I look after, or not look after, but keep an eye on, um, Hasbro is sticking to its December first release, so there won't be there won't be a lot of people getting them before then. Um, Hasbro so, has Hasbro's people have said that they want Victory Saber to be in people's hands before the Death Saurus campaign finishes, and that's I think it's about the twelfth of December, or may, it might be earlier than that. Um, so it's going to be tight, especially if you're getting them in Asia. But uh, you know, it, it'll it'll be close. So seeing these leaks, basically, we know that Prime versus Prime is going to have a review up tomorrow. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that that's necessarily true because these are actually fully these are fully fully formed products shipping out from uh, from a factory. So these are coming through regular distribution channels. They're not coming from the manufacturer. Um, so yeah, the, I, I I wouldn't say that this necessarily means that one has found its way to um, Prime versus Prime. Fair enough. But well, you did say that um, 
these are getting their hands into collectors, and we all know collectors don't open their figures. They put them on display <laughs> in the box. So why are plastic tyres an issue, Hasbro? Well, yeah. I mean, look, whoever's whoever's taken these photos managed to undo their plastic tyres without doing any damage to the figures. So I'm not really I'm not really sure whether it's really an issue or if it's just just people making a mountain out of a mole. Here. It's it's purely <laughs> aesthetics. It just it feels more premium. If it's in a clamshell or something. Look at this. Mikey needs a moment, everyone. Oh, God. It just looks beautiful. It just looks really good from all these photos. Um, The question is, did you only order one? Yeah. Uh, Yes. uh, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not made of money. (laughs) Okay. In fact, fact, I I believe believe when we... The last time a a Victory Saber or a Star Saber came up for pre-order, it was the Masterpiece one, and I think I ordered it live on the podcast. You did. You did. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, I will have have Masterpiece, Star Saber, and uh, HasLab Victory Saber um, to, uh, to put up on the shelves. So I'm just just flashing up general photos of the, the the presentation and what we can come to expect of things in the mm. box. Like we all know what Victory Saber looks like. We're all we're all looking forward to it. But um, yeah, I, I I have a sneaking suspicion that it's going to start shipping from Pulse US and UK in the next couple of weeks. Because this happened this happened with the previous Haslab release, Galactus. Uh, it came out uh, came out mid. What month are we? November. Came out mid-October in the US and the UK and then uh, came out at the, on the 1st of, 1st of November uh, in, in Asia. So I think if Asia is sticking to a 1st of December date, I think we're going to start seeing it, uh, seeing it come out from the US and the UK. So expect to see a lot more in-hand photos uh, coming, from, uh, coming from people in those territories, I think. Can, can someone who has MP Star Saber answer the Facebook user's question, is MP Star Saber any good? Now, I've heard very mixed opinions about that figure. Uh, I've personally never owned it just because I've never really cared, especially since they didn't release a um, Victory Leo with it. Um, but to those of you who have an MP Star Saber, what is your opinion of it? I think it, I think MP Star Saber is fine. It is, what, it is what it is, and it's very much a... It's very much a product of its time and its era. It's quite, it is quite an old masterpiece now. I think it was MP twenty one or twenty two or twenty three or something. Um, the, it's it's very unusual. It's a very unusual masterpiece because it's, it took to the cartoon aesthetic um, of victory before the masterpiece line in general really took to the cartoon aesthetic. So in many ways it was ahead of its time, but it also really stands out as a bit of an anachronism for that. It's also the only. It's also the only masterpiece figure from that line. It was the result of a fan vote, and so, well, you know, it it is it is what it is. Um, I think uh, there's there's a few a few comments coming through. Dave Bottrell says says he loves it. Uh, Mark Harris says uh, it's okay. Good. I think he means good shelf presence. So yeah, um, mm-hmm. M, if you, if you like MP Star Saber, you're you're perfectly welcome to keep liking MP Star Saber, and this. This toy will do nothing to uh, nothing to dissuade your opinion of that, um, but it's good for everyone to have options. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and as as uh, Mark has pointed out, it's MP twenty four. So I, I stopped I stopped my counting just before the. Uh, just <laughs> you know you got there. <laughs> I nearly I nearly got there. A uh, lot of enthusiasm for Victory Saber going around. Rob says he can't wait for this to arrive. I think I think I speak for the three of us who've got it ordered. I don't don't think you've got one on order, have you, Brad? No. 
no, no. I think I speak for the three of us who have it on order saying like we're yeah. all very excited about it. We are. And I just I just, the thing that I love most about this guy is just he's just a fun toy. He's got, you know, Star Saber it's got, itself it's got is so many things to Right. To it's, so so Star Saber itself, it's three guys in one. You've got the little uh brainmaster, then you got Saber, then you got Star Saber, and then you got his mate who's this lion, flying lion bizarre thing. And then it turns into a pair of shoes and a jetpack for the, the, the already big guy, and it's I'm sold just, it's already an ins- like like just, it's an just, insane just, toy. Yeah. It's just bizarre. And this is the guy. This is basically Optimus Prime for a lot of fans in like I think in Japan. Like this, this it's was hugely popular. Their, like this was their Optimus Prime. This is their big guy. This is their big guy that they look up to, and they, you know, that that you know how some, you know, English fans say that like Optimus Prime is their father figure. That was that type of thing back in the day, especially when they killed him off. This uh, Star Saber would be that type of thing to the Japanese audience and the audience who has seen this guy and maybe not Optimus Prime. Well, so, doesn't yeah. doesn't Star Saber have an adopted human son in the cartoon? Yeah, I don't know. So, like, mean, yeah, there's a bit of, project, bit of projection there. <laughs> like it's... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, ah, just it looks great. It's it's really exciting to have such a faithful representation of this guy um and also like it's it's really the first time other than the mp that we actually get an op- like people outside of japan get an opportunity to own a version of stars like a really good version of star saber absolutely so, it's this and, and, the MP and the robot master like that's that's it true you know oh, for you what's know, such a major character it just hasn't, actually reminded it just hasn't me been touched i have the robot master as well yeah uh-huh. and Is considering i've never watched victory as well I, maybe i should maybe i should yeah. watch victory I would hazard a guess that most people who've ordered this haven't watched Victory. Like you Mikey, have you watched it? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I've, I've I've tried. I've so tried that's, that's the, three to three. Yeah. None of us have seen it. It's <laughs> fair enough. Apparently, yeah. it's good, but it's yeah. I don't know. All right, having uh, having looked in on Victory Saber, it is time for us to look in on his nemesis, which is Deathsaurus, currently funding from Hasbro Pulse. Now. With 31 days left, I believe it was a 45-day campaign. With 31 days left, we are basically one-third of the way through the campaign, and we are at 6,100 out of 11,000 backers. Um, the 11,000 backers is the is the uh, desired level for this to go into production. There are goals for... Uh, there are sort of stretch goals to get extra pieces, uh, <coughs> extra pieces with Deathsaurus. Um, what do you guys make of the fact that it we're at, we're at six point one k, one third of the way through? Is it? Do you think it's? Do you think it's going at the sort of the rate and the speed that you expected, or do you think it's lost a bit of steam? I personally don't believe that they've added. They've yet. They've yet to add other. So I think this is just solely focusing on Haslab pre-orders. Um, I don't think they've added other countries to it. And once they, you know, like they did with Unicron and and that. I think once we start to add the other countries, you'll see it way go way past eighteen thousand. I think, in my opinion, I, I believe I believe Victory Saber did end up going well past well past eighteen thousand. Oh, right? it smashed it! Victory Saber absolutely smashed all of its goals. Yeah, and I why would this guy not? Why would you? Why would all of those let's say twenty thousand people who bought Star Saber? Why would they not buy basically the Megatron of that universe in Deathsaurus? I do know so. at least one person who decided that they wanted Victory Saber because it was a one-off, and now that Death Saurus is there, they're like, no, nah, <laughs> uh, I'm not interested. 
Um, but I've also seen a lot of people get um, pre-ordering Death Saurus because they missed the boat on Star Saber. Yeah, it's, we've it's, heard a lot of true. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've seen, I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of, a lot of angst from people who are now upset that they didn't get in on Victory Saber. And well, like I, I understand, I understand the upset for it. Um, because I mean, at the time, at the time, you didn't know if it was going to be a one-off or it would be, you know, mm. like a, a a line of things. I think with any of these things that come along, like we, we've learned from we've learned from Unicron that this stuff comes out and it just immediately appreciates in value. So, if if you're in a position to back it and pay for it, and we are in a unique position in Australia where we don't actually have to pay for the full price for it until it actually gets uh, gets released. So, like if you're in a position to save up for it. You may as well do it because there's practically no way you're going to lose money on this stuff. When when this comes out, I, I, I'm pretty sure that I've I've seen I've seen one listing for imports from uh, from China that are well into the four hundred dollar price range already for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's I think it's very likely that Hasbro's overproduced um, as well. And I do also know that this is the first Haslab product that will be shipping multiple items in one shipping carton. Um, there's uh, so we've seen we've seen the pictures of the we've seen the pictures of the box. It's not a huge box, um, so yeah, there's going to be four of them to a to a single shipping cart, and so um, they can they can take them out and they'll be individually boxed within uh, within those boxes in brown boxes for mailing purposes. Um, so having looked in on having looked in on Deathsaurus, we have supposed that maybe there's no pre-orders from uh, across Asia figured into this value yet and i can say that that's at least true for japan because they've only just launched the pre-orders at takara tomi oh, wow okay um, now that's a big thing that is that is a big thing like it's i i would say that this is a this is a much better effort for for putting up pre-orders for this guy than they did for victory saber victory saber's pre-orders came really late in the game uh, we were we were not quite sure with Victory Saber if they were really trying to fund it themselves without without needing support from Japan to do it, or if there was just just something to go on uh, timing related. But uh, Deathsaurus is listed for um, about two hundred and three US dollars, two hundred and four US dollars apparently. Uh, so he's a little bit more expensive to get in Japan than the US. The US price is one hundred and eighty um, US dollars, and. Uh, we should also mention that the it is up on EB Games. I think when when we first discussed it a couple of episodes ago, it hadn't been listed on EB Games at that point, but it is up now for uh, for pre-order in Australia, three hundred and seventy dollars, which is uh, ten dollars cheaper than Victory Saber. Which, considering the way that the Aussie dollar is going, is actually really quite a good uh, quite a good deal. Um, we. We know it's it's 180 US dollars, and so it's sort of it's into the low to the mid 200s uh, when you do the currency conversion. But the currency conversion is trending the wrong way at the moment, and the Aussie dollar is just getting weaker. So um, pretty pretty soon it's pretty soon that's <laughs> that might end up being uh, equal. We'll we'll see how mm. it goes. Um, but yeah, as I mentioned, you can back it at EB Games. You can put down a deposit. I think the deposit's about $50 and you can pay it off over time or you can just keep the money in your account, earn your own interest on it and then pay it off when it's due late next year. So yeah. Um, the uh, Rob, Rob mentions he's got a pre-order at EB. Uh, might be smart this time and pay it, all, pay it all off over next year before it arrives. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. good idea. Get in early and pay it off. Yeah, I agree. But the the fact that um, Japan hasn't even 
you know, put their interest in for this. Uh, that's a big market and that's who this guy is really targeted at. So I think that's going to be like at least 10,000 there <laughs> um, alone, I would think. I, I, I hope so. Like, I do remember thinking at the time that Victory Saber went up. Like, we'll never really know whether or not the Victory Saber reported numbers on HasLab really include all of the pre-orders or not. But um, I do remember thinking that, that like they only gave it a very short pre-order window, and I don't think it really bumped the numbers that much. Okay. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, Facebook user asks if we put a deposit down, will will we still get the figure, or do we need to pay for the entire figure? So it's like you put a deposit down on EB Games and then they refund it to you if a figure doesn't get funded. So it's dependent on the crowdfunding from the actual HasLab itself. And if that doesn't get fully funded, then they will send you back the $50 refund. Yeah. So, so I mean, if you put down a, a deposit, it's a deposit for a pre-order. So in, in Australia, it's a pre-order. But if the, if the crowdfunding doesn't go up, then um, you'll get your deposit back. Last time I checked on EB, you could still pre-order the Engine of Vengeance. So that's oh, no, a bit awkward. really? Oh. Yeah, it was still up there when I saw it last. Ooh, that's a bit awkward. Yeah. The Engine of Vengeance is, of course, the Marvel Legends uh, HasLab campaign that uh, recently, unfortunately, failed. Failed spectacularly. Oops. Spectacularly. Yes. Bum, bum. Now, um, since, we are, since we are talking a little bit about Pulse tonight... Um, I do have a I do have a question. I'm gonna I'm gonna put up I'm gonna put up this YouTube video, but I'm not gonna play it because like I can't actually play it and have the audio come through. But if you guys aren't aware of this of this video, uh, this is this video is a Jojo classified series interview from uh, the UK Comic Con recently, and this is a gentleman called Dan Hu, and he's interviewing a woman named Emily from Hasbro. And at this point in the video, which is about 17 minutes in, he asks her about the, the 2023 exclusivity of the G.I. Joe Classified series line uh, to Hasbro Pulse, which is Hasbro's own um, dedicated online store for all of their things. Now, the interesting thing about this is that uh, rather than, first, the first thing is that rather than actually answer him, Emily opts to read a prepared statement, um, very... <laughs> Very good, very good job if you're trying to convince people that you're you're human. Uh, it does seem it does seem almost slightly combative. So like maybe the reading of the prepared statement is not too much of a surprise. Um, she does mention in the prepared statement, which I will I will stress, a prepared statement was written by people at Hasbro to answer such questions. In the prepared statement, there is a list of territories given in which G.I. Joe classified series will become exclusive to Hasbro Pulse, which means Hasbro Pulse will be the only way that you can purchase these items. It includes Australia in the list. Now, we don't... Yeah, see, Mikey's going crazy. I'm we don't excited. have Hasbro Pulse here yet. But it does seem very likely that we're about to get Hasbro Pulse and the timing of that prepared statement appears to have slightly messed up the, uh, the announcement of Hasbro Pulse coming to Australia or at least coming to somewhere in the territory. Because we have also heard that Pulse is coming to Asia next year and it, it, does, it's, it makes a lot of sense for Hasbro to start spreading their wings with Pulse outside of the US and the UK and, and Europe, um, especially if they're going to be running more if they're going to be running more crowdfunding campaigns through uh, through um, HasLab on, on Hasbro Pulse. 
crowdfunding is kind of a shit show for them at the moment because the US and the UK backers, they give them the money within five, five weeks. Five, yeah, within um, five, or, five or six weeks of a campaign going up, it's funded and they've got the money. But if you're in Australia or, uh, or around Asia, then you don't give Hasbro the money for that project until a year later when it ships. So if Hasbro can actually get... If Hasbro can actually get um, Pulse running in these territories and start taking crowdfunding in those territories for it, it could be could be a really good thing for them. So um, I listened to um, another podcast, to uh, American podcast, and um, they what? talk about all the t- an American podcast. Yeah, I know I'm not I'm not faithful. For shame. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm just faithful. This is my podcast. Um, am I? And there are my mates in America. And they always talk about all of these, um, like how good it is that they've got Pulse and, you know, we ordered this off Pulse, we got this and it's so timely and it's great and, you know, they all get their what they ordered and um, and they pretty much never miss out on um, any figures because of Pulse. And, um, yeah, that's the way to say it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But... Um, I've just I've I've just looked at it. I'm just like, why is it why is it only them? It's only them, and I think maybe Canada. Um, and it's just really annoying that like it it always takes so much time for it to come over here or anywhere else other than America. Um, and I, and the, the thing that always pissed me off about Hasbro Pulse was it says it's Hasbro Pulse for the fans, and I'm just like well for the fans, for the fans asterisk yeah yeah right for the fans in these in, in these select regions. So the fact that they're starting to actually branch out, I'm happy. But this was the same thing as Netflix, right? We didn't get Netflix straight away. America had Netflix. Oh my! We didn't have Netflix for years. Yeah, we didn't get Netflix. Though. So they, they've they've been talking about like you'd be watching or you'd be talking to your American friends. He's like, oh yeah, I just caught this on Netflix, and we're just like, what the hell is Netflix? Um, yeah, so we, now, we, I believe I believe some of Netflix's earliest series ended up on Foxtel in Australia. There you go. Um, so we had no idea what that was, and now we've got it. But again, we were late to the party. So I guess better late than never. But I'm um, just hearing. I think, I think basically, they pay f- for a Pulse membership in America at least. I think it's fifty dollars a year, and that will get you free shipping for that year on all your purchases. So if they can yeah. possibly bring something like that here, I'd be very excited. I'd probably be like a hundred dollars for us, which is fine. Um, but if they do something like that, like a membership, a Pulse membership, um, that'd be cool. Um, I'm probably going to be corrected here by Jason, but um, yeah. No, no, no. So, um, so the way that Hasbro Pulse operates, uh, and it's probably it's probably worth us clarifying how this operates because, like, it seems like it's about to come to Australia. The way that Pulse operates is it is just an online store. You don't have to have a membership to shop there. But if you do have a membership, then when exclusive items go up, you get access to them before everyone else. So. If there is an exclusive item that is going to be in really high demand, if you're on a Pulse Premium membership, you're more likely to be able to get it before supplies run out. Um, there are it is it is really interesting. People have found hints in in the site source code about just how much inventory Hasbro Pulse has for particular items, and it's not actually it's not actually that much. Um, like for for some items, it's a couple of thousand items, um, and so. Like you, you think about think about the number of people who um, probably order from Pulse across across America. I mean, they're not they're not ordering the they're not always ordering the exclusive items. They might just be ordering general release items with with no sort of inventory limit on them. But some of them some of the uh, exclusive items are, are quite quite limited, and um, the 
the um, the structure of what goes what goes where is also quite interesting because Hasbro's had Hasbro's had um, exclusive arrangements with particular retailers that they've been quite criticised for over the last few years, and what they've actually been able to do is pull some of that inventory from those exclusive retailers and sell it to people on Pulse, and so. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean that if there's a figure that's not going to come here, it doesn't necessarily mean it will be on Pulse and it will be available here because Pulse's territory, Pulse's inventory is region specific. There are things on Pulse US that are not on Pulse UK and there are also things on Pulse UK that are not on Pulse US. So um, Pulse coming to Australia or being available to Australia does not necessarily mean that we'll get all of these exclusives or, or have access to all these things, but it also does seem like it can't hurt right mm. it'd just be interesting to see how it works here you know um i kind of it'd just be nice to have what they have basically you know um yeah, you look, yeah you even know, for they, like they... sorry oh, yeah well even for like the things that aren't you know often the big exclusives is a lot of stuff just like you know things like generation select or marvel legends multi-packs this sort of stuff that gets like genuinely really difficult to find in Australia um, and is for the most part readily accessible overseas. Um, like so it's just that alone of just actually having your yeah, access to this stuff is, I, I think could, could just, it's just going to make it much easier to collect. I think, I think it, like, like I said, it's worth noting that having access to this stuff is really good. If we're going to get access to it, we'll we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out in the fullness of time. I I think they'll let I think they'll let the Deathsaurus campaign finish up because it would really muddy the waters if they were to launch Pulse in a new territory while Deathsaurus is being funded. Uh, I think they'll let whatever whatever they've got going on Haslab at the moment. I think they'll let that go, and then sometime sometime in the next few months, I would say, um, probably before the next Haslab stuff goes up, I think they'll they'll set up this infrastructure and they'll uh, they'll get it going. So um, we'll, we will put a link to this YouTube video in the in the show notes. So like if you are listening to if you are listening to the podcast, um, have a listen. It's about the seventeen and a half minute mark. Some people listened to it and went, "Oh no, she meant to say Austria." Thing is, Austria is also in the list. So like they didn't accidentally <laughs> say Austria instead of Australia. It's Austria and Australia. Oh, that's funny. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's. <laughs> It's 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 a pretty specific list, and as I said, it's a prepared statement that's been written by someone at Hasbro who has included the word Australia. Like this stuff doesn't happen by accident. Mm. So yeah, I I think we're gonna I think we're gonna get Hasbro Pulse. Exciting. Um, we'll see how we go. Let's move on to uh, let's move on to the next story. Um, we have seen over in the US that uh, the Commander Class Earthrise Skylinks is coming up for a reissue or a, a new run, as uh, as this story on um, on TFW two thousand five puts it. Now, I have to admit that I've seen I've seen this story pop up in a number of places, and I know that there's a lot of people who are actually really excited about getting a second run at Skylinks. I don't think anyone in Australia is actually excited for this because I think we all got Skylinks. Brad Brad has his hand up. You said in the pre-chat that this thing is everywhere in store still. If you see one, bite for me, please. I will Cause... I will I will find you I'll find you a, a commander class Skylinks. I like 
it was everywhere. It went. It even went to catch.com.au. I mean, like when catch when catch of the day starts selling transformers, you know they have too many of them, right? Um, mm. Australia has become Australia has become the place where some stock goes to die. We have seen um, we have seen uh, uh, we we appear to be the only place on the planet that has shattered glass jet fire uh, in abundance. Was, there's, they're everywhere. They're in every JB Hi-Fi store. Oh, JB Hi-Fi. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm. But the same thing for same thing for the the buzzworthy Bumblebee Worlds Collide set. It's everywhere in Australia, and it's nowhere on the rest of the planet. Mm-hmm. We can't get Creatures Collide here, probably because we've still got too many Worlds Collide sets. But <laughs> if you want Worlds, if if anyone overseas wants Worlds Collide. Like where you guys, we can we can get it and we can sort it out and we can ship it to you. It's even it's even cheap. So like you know, call call me. You know, we'll we'll, we'll see mm-hmm. how we go. Uh, so anyway, I'll, I'll just say you two probably have the most well stocked sh- shops in all of Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe I, maybe I, but I yeah. I have I have seen Skylinks in in stores in the last couple of months like it's this this reissue i'll be really surprised if this reissue actually reaches australia because i'm pretty sure hasbro <laughs> australia will just go nah take it away we have too many of them but we're, but like i said people still... are very excited about it oh superb toy like if we're talking about uh the best uh commander class figure then it is the best commander, uh, commander class figure yeah. uh it's like it's so much bang for your buck you get it's it's huge as well. Like it, it just ticks all the boxes for a, a commander class toy. Um, except except it doesn't Brad, work. But Brad, you've, Brad, you've got a buddy in Rob who's kicking himself for asking <laughs> on this version of Skylinks. So I'd say that I'd say that Rob will be there for a, there for Skylinks as well. We and, didn't uh, have... Dave, Dave also says that he does have a graveyard shell. <laughs> <laughs> the predecessor wasn't too good. That Voyager Combiner Wars. Titans Return. Oh, you mean you mean thing. you mean the previous Skylinks? Yeah, yeah, the previous Skylinks was not. It was okay as long as you didn't touch it, and then here yeah, we go. We're it's gonna... the same with most combiners. Yeah, yeah. When you said the predecessor, I thought you were talking about um, Commander Class Jetfire. Like, here, I've got him. I've got him like holding up in my like tiny corner of the screen here. But like, um, as far <laughs> well, as show Commander me his Class links mode. <laughs> <laughs> as far as as far as commander class figures go like um i think i think the the range has been fantastic um uh, but of course very, we very famously didn't seem to get jetfire here this is also the second commander class reissue this year because jetfire also got a reissue which also mm-hmm. didn't come to australia that's why i don't think skylinks <laughs> will be coming to australia oh great two figures i didn't get <laughs> uh, yeah we'll see yeah mark uh, i may have it on my cupboard i'll have a look in the morning and see if it's there if it's there you can have it <laughs> uh I, I, sorry you said you said to mark mark said oh, you like combinable oh, skylings oh. or are you talking about are you talking about hit mark's comment about the nemesis prime no i thought he missed combinable skylings i don't know how i oh, missed no I, no i think yeah. no i think mark's mark likes yeah, skylings. he likes um, it okay <laughs> That's 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 fine. I mean, the, the combiner wars, the combiner wars combiners were all kind of a little little bit a little bit samey, you know. Voyager. Well, it was it was different. It went out for something different and just failed on most most of the. I, I think what you're saying is it failed in excitingly different ways to the rest of the combiners. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the fifth yep. swindle <laughs> repaint into dead end or whatever. Um, 
Fair enough. <laughs> um, let's let's move on to something else. That I've added some, without you something, By something else. No, no, I'm, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Um, trying to balance a couple of things up here. There is one story that I didn't add. Sorry. Um, but that's fine because we are at 55 minutes already. The uh, the other the other big news this week is that we've gotten a first look at what appears likely to be a Studio Series Deluxe Air Razor from Rise of the Beasts. This is definitely a new Air Razor mold. She's got a very mm-hmm. very different transformation, very different parts to the uh, the Kingdom Air Razor from last year, and um, I think this is one of the first figures to leak in recent times where everyone's looked at it and just going, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. It's the first like proper, oh, I, I guess we have had looks at the general design language and aesthetic of the Rise of a Beast characters, like little glimpses between a couple of leaked toys and then the renders of Prime and Bumblebee. But this is probably, in terms of new characters, this is the best look we've got in it, any of them. I agree. There, there is a... Oh, and finally, a Bayverse bot that looks pretty close to its original origin. It looks amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I've actually i've been I've been told that there's going to be a lot more Beast Wars characters than we've heard in Rise of the Beasts, and I wonder if we might sort of we might see a, a lot of characters on screen, but maybe they don't all have voices or vo- voice actors attributed to them. Like, um, well, I, the... I've, I've heard there'll be a lot of them. Well, because the named characters that they have, you know, cast for are, you know, that little group of Autobots, little group mm-hmm. of Maximals, and this little group of, pre- of Terracons. But yeah. in a, cu- a couple of the press releases, they've explicitly said, well, in the initial press release, they said, like, oh, we're adding the Maximals and Predacons and the ter- and the Terracons in to the Autobot and Decepticon War. And then in a later interview, um, but, uh, Stephen Campbell Jr. described, like, said you know there are decepticons in this movie and there are predacons in this movie oh when did that happen it's i could not find for you i I went i I went straight through a bunch of old um stories on it but like they are he has said that yes they are these different factions are present in the movie but i would have to assume it you know it might be something like here's a here's the war between you know a flashback to the autobot decepticon war and then here's the Maximal Predacon War, and now we're going to move on to a plot of this action of what this movie's about. Well, I'll I'm going to take your word for that. I'd be very surprised if there was not a five-minute sequence in this movie showing these guys, these guys again. Hang on a mm-hmm. sec. Hold, on hang, screen. Hang, on, hang on, hold it up. I'm going to just press your oh, button there. Well, there I'm sure. Showing them guys <laughs> on, on screen again. Because they've got the molds, they can do it. They can repaint them for Beast Wars Two, Electric well, Boogaloo. <laughs> as as we know, sorry. As as we know, the um the the scene that we all love so much in the um in the Bumblebee movie, which is the starting scene where they're on Cybertron, we know that that was hastily done and that was quickly put together. Um, so. Now that they, now they've got <laughs> exactly imagine what they can do when they've got time. How beautiful this thing you know can turn out to be, and these scenes can turn out to be. So, um, I'm beyond excited to see this. Like, I'm really looking forward to this movie, and I'm like the fact that this 
this figure looks recognizably like Air Razor mm, in yeah. both modes. Um, you know, the characteristics of Air Razor has the eagle head on the chest and um, the head's, you know, very, you know, evocative Ooh. of that character. And it's just, it, it's not like past movies where they just slap a name on a robot that looks like crumpled up tinfoil and called it a Transformer. This actually looks like, this looks like, and I, I like those movies. I'm not, not saying I don't like them, but this looks like an air razor that I would see in the, you know, Michael Bay or Stephen, or it's not, um, Stephen Cabell Jr. Night Universe. And it's exciting. Unfortunately, we can't get too excited because it's probably voiced by Jennifer Lopez. Jason, there's a no, link. No, there's no, she's voiced, by, she's voiced by Michelle Yeoh. <laughs> okay. Jason, if you the, go... sound, the sound of Brad's head slowly exploding. <laughs> oh, I see her visually, not voice acting, but yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not, I'm not um, sure that, I'm not sure that I've ever, ever heard Michelle Yeoh do a do a voice acting role. Um, but um, that, that's that's the voice actress for. Uh, but that's it's an iconic voice, so you're going to hear it. You're going to know exactly who it is. Um, Brad, another link next, Jason of Primal. We don't have to go into it too far. It's only stupid flip changes, but um... uh, yeah, that's so. That's the one that I didn't quite put up. But give me a second because I can very quickly go bang and we're there. So the official, Ooh. the official Hasbro toy descriptions for some of the basic level figures. Um, yeah. But what well, if your... you bring up that photo, just going off Air Razor, how good she looks. It looks like a Beast Wars Air Razor. That's got all the same design elements of. Beast Wars Primal, um, of course, mm. the figure itself is not going to be a... No, you're right, but it's recognisable, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's there's some interesting things going on into Rise of the Beasts, uh, character design-wise. Let's wait until it comes out or we see a trailer before we comment on how how good that's going to translate the screen. But Hey, Brad. Um, yes. Do you know who voices Mirage? <laughs> Which one? As in the Mirage right, from right, Rise of the Beasts. Rise of the Beast Mirage. The Porsche. Uh, yeah. Is that the other, the comedian that was announced with Michelle Yeoh? Yes. Pete Davidson, yes. I've, yeah, I've heard some. I don't know him personally. Of course, I don't know him personally. <laughs> I, I have no... Oh, sorry, are you sure? I thought I thought I saw that you were Facebook buddies. <laughs> I've only... Yeah, I don't, I don't know who that is. I know I think it's SNL or something, and I've heard he's mm. funny, so... It could it could be another. Um, I I I got I got to be honest when it comes it to when it comes to the <laughs> casting of Pete Davidson, like I kind of don't care. Like um, people are letting their people are letting their personal taste on his humor and his yeah. yep. his um you know his lifestyle and you know things that he's done and who he who he dates or, or whatever. People are letting that cloud the judgment on whether or not whether or not they think that he should be involved in Transformers. Ultimately, he's a voice actor who turns up to do a role. Like it's not like yeah. he's writing his own material or anything like that. And so, if that's if that's the person that they've decided they they want to they want to have voice Mirage, then that's who's voicing Mirage. And, might do, and Dave might puts really it well. One. Dave puts it well. As long as they do a good job, who cares who they are? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. they're they're reading a script. If there's going to be some ad libs in there. Being a comedian, there probably will be. Whether that's pulled back or not, it Maybe. doesn't really Maybe. matter. I'm sure. I'm sure Peter Cullen's getting paid fifty million dollars to say fifteen lines in this movie. 
But, um... it's, um, prob- it's probably about right. Mark, Mark says, what, what, you don't think Mirage will do a stand-up show mid-film? He just roasts well, like a Predacon or something. Yeah. He just goes into a John Cena routine. You can't see me. Well, if it was yeah. if it was still Michael Bay, then you know maybe. Welcome, yeah. welcome to the Comedy yeah. Central roast of Terracons. But yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, Terra, uh, nothing terrible about them. Terra, I barely knew her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you. Call, call me Hasbro. Um, waffle Bell, where is it? One last time, the, waf- the, waf- the Waffle Bell. I, I thought, grabbed be, it. I thought that'd I be- grabbed it. I thought the Waffle Bell was out of service. You should have rung it That's 20 not. minutes ago. <laughs> on the bench in the house. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, last last news story for the uh, for the evening before we get into some acquisitions and bring, bring the show to a close. Um, we, did, we, did, we didn't have the amusing moment earlier in, uh, in production where I had not realised that Brad had joined the call and I was considering throwing out the story about the, uh, <laughs> about the statues only to realise these aren't necessarily statues. These are the these are three zero MDLX figures that we're looking at. There's a uh, G1 Rodimus Prime and a um, and a uh, Rise of the Rise Re- Revenge of the Fallen uh, Megatron, who continues to look like a pile of twisted scrap metal. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, however, three zero does have a good reputation for the, the these figures. Um, we've seen a few people. Oh. We've seen a few people who actually do own these figures um Actually, the, MDL- really good. the mdlx's are pretty good this is as it says on screen it's these these are two different store. lines is the thing so yeah so this, this, is, this, is, this is dlx like... so this is this is um 11.2 inches tall and when we bring up the rodimus he's the mdlx line which i think is a little bit smaller hmm. um they're, yeah, so they're about about the same size as like average figure arts figure yeah that like they did a bumblebee that was like yeah that big right yeah, I don't I know so, what yeah. scale you'd call it, but it's it's like the size of a one twelfth human action figure. Hmm. Well, yeah. now you spent the time on. I didn't add this to talk about the Megatron. Obviously, uh, what is it going to take to get Jason to buy a statue? Is it Rodimus Prime uh, with the pins, the characters? My God, I'm just going to put myself up. My God. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know what you're talking about, Brad. What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you mean? Like, what do you, what do you, no, what do you mean? What will it take to make me buy a statue? That thing is immensely impressive in person. Like it that is looks so too. impressive in like, it, it that is, is like it is very hefty. Like, so um, for oh, people listening on audio, good. this is I've, I've got in my hands the Ultimate S Rodimus Prime, <laughs> which I think I, I think I brought the box up in the acquisitions um, stuff last last episode. I have since opened it. Um, Mike and I do a do a a, a show on YouTube with uh, a couple of other people in TCCA called Toy Reel, and so we unboxed this guy live on uh, live on the Toy Reel stream a couple of weeks ago. Um, extremely impressive, like massive amounts of diecast metal. Like there's the the bits on the wings on this spoiler move around and um things wiggle around it's just it's fantastic so i'm i'm very very ah very and his best feature he you can not really transform him but you can parts form him from um hot rod to rodimus mode which is really cool that's true that's true so um to the question of um to the question of what's it going to take to make me buy uh this i don't know um let me let me let me kick myself back out of the the solo screen so we are looking at the the three zero mdlx Rodimus Prime now, and so as as uh, you were saying, this this is a smaller figure. So this is 
more probably like a um like a maybe a deluxe scale figure or maybe maybe more of a voyager or a leader i'm not sure um they're, they're like so you know how big like a sh figure oh, is he's he, so he's actually seven like inches it, tall so he's about the size of a voyager seven. figure he's so tiny <laughs> he's so tiny he's so tiny he's but so very tiny. detailed yeah um, shit yeah so and he's got a he's got a price attached to him of I don't know what because I need to click through to the the website where he's listed. So let me have a look. Um, MDLX Rodimus Prime is listed on Amazon UK for I don't know what because it didn't show me. So I'm just going to press the It'd back button. Maybe twice as much anyway. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, let's have a look at Dorkside Toys. What are they, one one fifty. Uh, it's only the, it's uh, it's eighty USD. Those last couple of links don't work. Fantastic. Like, why, why, would, why, would, why would they work? Yeah. So eighty, <laughs> yeah, eighty US dollars. So yeah, maybe maybe sort of you know 150 dollars once you once you import it. He is he is uh, diecast, so he's he's a bit heavy, and um, for his size, okay, okay. he's eighteen. 18 centimeters, 46 points of articulation. So um, four superhero detailed. I mean, yeah, no. Look, look. There is, I'm, you know, I'm. If I if I scroll through this, I'm sure there's a super. Oh, there will be. Yeah, where is it? Somewhere. Right? So, Jason, the question mm. is, how many are you getting? <sighs> well, he needs one to cut the shins off to be a hot rod, obviously. Mm. Do, you know, do, you, do you know what though? Like, here's the thing, right? I've I've just bought the Ultimetal Rodimus. The Ultimatal Galvatron is on its way because I really liked this Rodimus. The Ultimatal mm. Galvatron is on its way. The Flame Toys um, Kurokara Kuri IDW Hot Rod is on its way. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he, he's been converted. He's seen, he's seen the light. <laughs> do, 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 do you just hear Brad laughing in the background? <laughs> Brad, Brad, this is... This is the greatest episode of Brad's life. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's he's like he's played he's played the long game. He's it's like I know. A, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, six years. All, all, he, all he had to do was wait, and he's cracked you. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. played. You've played the wrong. You've played the long game. All that had to happen was there needed to be a perfect storm of hot rods, <laughs> and, and suddenly. Yeah, Suddenly, I've opened my wallet. <laughs> They've really cornered you, haven't they? They've just figured Jason out. Clearly They've, real, they've Jason. really figured me out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh All those God, run sheets are throwing in Rodimus pins and. Uh-huh. Robbins masks uh-huh. and everything else, and now we finally got you the statue. It all comes uh, down to this. Jason only gets his Rodimus mask out on special occasions. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> you know what? I don't even know why that sounds creepy, but it sounds creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the Rodimai. Uh, that was in The Rodimai. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, on that. Uh, on that, on that bombshell, that is the mm-hmm. uh, that is the final yeah. the final news story of the night, and we are left we are left dealing with. Uh, actually, you know what we you know we've we've been at this for an hour and ten minutes. I did say that we'd talk about Transformers Earthspark. Um, mm. I think Earthspark can be a longer discussion yeah. later, so I think maybe we we might talk about that next week, unless anyone really wants to have a chat about it. I liked it. That's all I'm going to say. It's, it's quite yeah. good. Um, Children so the first the, f- the first episode aired on Nickelodeon UK a couple of days ago. <laughs> We're talking about it. We're going. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just going to say the first episode aired a couple of couple of weeks ago. A couple of days ago, it's been available if you know the right place to look. You can download a <sighs> download a rip of it. 
Um, maybe we might wait until it's may, we might wait until it's a little bit wider available for people. Um, the first two episodes I think are going up on Paramount Plus in the US uh, today, and Ooh. I think in fact I, I'm not sure if it's the first two episodes. I heard it's the first ten, and uh, so they should be a little bit wider available via other other means in the next few days and we get the first two episodes on paramount plus at the end of the month in australia so uh, i think we, we might hold the earth spark discussion and uh we, we might wait and see see what happens over the course of the week in terms of people getting access to the show shall we yeah give us uh, yeah. a chance to have a look at it and then comment i just i just love we're just like oh we're not going to talk about it and max is like we're straight yeah, into it the kids are annoying <laughs> i'm just like they're the main protagonists you're gonna see a lot more of them but said as a joke to lead into otherwise it's very promising like yeah <laughs> no i agree yeah mm. there's I, there's, I, look, I won't the, yeah, third, no, I'm the, third, the 30 second the, the 30 second version of it for me is that i thought some of the writing was a little bit obvious first episode there's a there's an odd cliff there's an odd cliffhanger that if you've watched any of the pre-release materials you know how it resolves uh, yeah. and it's a multi-part opening story and the only only the first episode's out so um fair enough i thought some of the writing was a little bit clunky but i'm sure they'll improve i will say that the and it was a lot of fun the cliffhanger the cliff, was the, bizarre i didn't mind just because it was so just nicely executed just the music mm. and everything it was just yeah, it, it was good, but everyone knows what's going to happen now because of their it's just fun. It's just fun to watch. It's just yeah, all it is. Cool. Um, all right. Didn't mind uh, animation. I've seen some of the animation before from other series. Uh, I think we've talked before about the crossovers there. One yeah, bot enough, in yeah. particular at the start pretty much picked it what it was before they said what its name was. Um, Prime was interesting. Um my my bigger thing is okay it's on nickelodeon how widespread is nickelodeon in australia for kids to see because it's uh, that, i'm pretty that, sure it's, it's only a, it's a valid question yeah foxtel at the moment so again you're limiting yourself to one streaming slash cable service here and then i'm not there are toys on the shelves at the moment so yeah but well, yeah, we'll we'll come back and talk about it once we get a few episodes out and everyone else has got a chance to see it. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we'll we'll let we'll let everyone have a chance to see it so that they can um so that people can also participate in the comments. Prime dies again, spoiling them. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so, lying, that, lying. On, so that's why they paid Alan Tudyk that much money to do Prime. It's, it's, for that it's one Prime Cliff Jumper. It's Prime Cliff Jumper. Right? Oh, Prime I Cliff forgot Jumper. it was him. Yes. Yeah, okay. Didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I think we're done. We're done with the. We're done with the Earth Spark tease. I think we can. We can talk about Earth Spark more in a, on a future, future episode. We may, might even might even do a, a dedicated episode for it. We'll see how we go. Yeah. What uh, What have we got by way of acquisitions, Brad? I know you've got some. I know you've got some bots. Do you want to? Do you want to go up first? I've got a few. Oh, I'll get I'll get through this quick. <clears throat> so, Bumblebee movie, love it, hate it, whatever you think. Of course, as Mikey brought up earlier, that first minute and a half, I don't think it's five minutes. Um, no, no, I, I did actually. I did want to say at the time, like the the most amazing part of the Bumblebee movie is the fact that everyone thinks the Cybertron scene goes for about ten minutes when it's actually ninety <laughs> seconds. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, and it's like three shots. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, the ending. Um, That's how good it is. You jumped in Go too on. early, Mikey. Those, <laughs> those that love Bumblebee because of that, shame on you. The same as people that love Rogue One because of Darth Vader in the last 35 seconds, shame on you. <sighs> anyway, anyway, <sighs> that first minute and 10 seconds. He's right, but he shouldn't say it. Yeah, he's out He's out of line, but he's right. <laughs> the first two and a half minutes, um, whether you like the rest of the movie or not, you cannot disagree that those bot designs are fantastic and how maybe the live-action bot should have been. Um, wanted to get them, missed this sound wave and all the others and thought that was it. Started seeing a couple others in store and thinking, well, if I don't get the big boy, I'm probably not going to get the line. But anyway... According to Jason, Soundwave was reissued and it turned back up in Kmart and I found it. There was a couple in there, thought beauty. Let's let's do the Bumblebee Cyber Cybertron line. So he Very was nice. in there, went to, went to my local Target because it still exists. Um, <laughs> RC RC was in there. RC's Mate, great. You know, I have a local Target as well, but it's the only one for about 20 miles. Ironhide <laughs> <laughs> uh, just love the um bit of a design choice between him and ratchet being a little bit more cybertronian it's the age of old debate why do cybertronian vehicle modes need cockpits doors windows all that sort of thing but that's not for discussion tonight um where's that one? Oh, yeah and then wheeljack got last weekend um you won't fall. Oh, I'm nice. not going to buy. I, I, you know, I, I, I do remember us talking about these, and I was saying like, go, go look at your your local local Kmart and Target because they should be in stock there. So that's yeah, good. I'm really yeah. glad you got them. Yeah, well, at Target, uh, RC Cliff Jump. Uh, Still not sure what that story. Iron, is, yeah. <laughs> Ironhide and Wheeljack were there. I didn't buy Wheeljack. I got RC and Ironhide when the following weekend Wheeljack was not there. Uh, three weeks later, Wheeljack turned up in Kmart, so I was able to get him. Yeah, so getting most of that Cybertronian B line. The other one is this big black grey monkey here. Oh, uh, look at that. Comparing to the... Oh, <laughs> do, 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 do you remember when... Do you remember when this was announced and we were like, oh, you know, what about what about the studio series version? And it's like, so is, is that the 07 version that you've got in your right hand there? Or this, is that the this is the 07 studio? Voyager blackout right okay. um yeah absolutely dwarfs it look at it he's massive 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 compared to it uh that's where the love may end um because <laughs> we never we never display our bots upside down of course but uh that thing's pretty much enclosed underneath that having big old big old gaps she's a big old gap bot um couldn't even get a get a scorpionock under here uh because this is the dot 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 grindor not blackout it's blackout oh sorry is, so is that the npm version or is that actually the yes. new leader uh so, so is, is this MPM it's not the movie studio? okay so this is studio series leader class it's been came out for six years okay. and been on special and end up getting it for 69 bucks um, right okay yeah okay so, so this is actually this is actually blackout and it no it's grindor okay right so, so grindor it's the new... and revage 
Yeah. Uh, Grindor and yeah, Ravage. Yeah. Um, That's cool. Sorry, I, I was confused. I thought that I thought this was the MPM, the uh, movie masterpiece version. No, no, that's no, much even, bigger. Even this is no, because yeah, right. that's no, because that's five hundred dollars dearer. No, because we 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 talked about this when that was revealed that if you had this, if you get this for cheaper, articulation that didn't look too much different. Um, even between that and the original O seven bot mode, apart from articulation, you still got a lot of the same detail in there, and it's um, it's still a good looking bot. The heads are the same, just scaled different. Um, even this, yeah, wow. It's nice having a big old, big old Sea King um, helicopter in the display, but uh, I'm glad I didn't buy the movie masterpiece one. <laughs> but um, fair enough too. Yeah, but I got the uh, the jet plane, the jet plane, the um, both alt modes for scatter and drop kick up in the display now. So move them Bumblebee bots there. So. I think I've yeah. just got to get the original B one two seven. I know I yeah, said FN two one seven. B one twenty seven is around. B one twenty seven FN two one seven. Coincidence? <laughs> um, yeah. So oh, wow, yeah. I just got to get. Yeah. I, I just got to get that, and um, yeah, that will be most of the. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'll be most of the uh, that Bumblebee movie figures sorted. Yeah, fantastic. Nicely done. Right, uh, Max and Mikey, do you guys have any? Uh, do you guys have any acquisitions as well? You guys I've didn't fill anything one, in the run sheet. I've got one that'll take all of five Sorry, seconds. Yeah. Sorry, Mark. Because um, it just arrived today, and I just got home from work, so I haven't opened it. But the uh, Velocitron e. Scourge from Zing. Oh, I've got that if, as well. <laughs> if you, so I was we a few months back. This went up for sixty dollars. Yeah, sixty dollars. Which is as much as I was willing to pay for it. So that worked out all right. Um, and then obviously it was a pricing error. They bumped the price up. I've heard from people going into visit stores, but there's been a bit of pushback for click and collect and having to pay the full and you know people then being asked to pay the full price. Uh, so I guess yeah, if you order it shipped to your door, or if you did order it shipped to your door rather, then they will just charge you for. Um, yeah, the original sixty dollars, yeah, which is quite a nice, quite a nice deal. Because from the looks of things, it's a good-looking Voyager leadery class thing and a big slab of plastic on the back, that doesn't seem to do much interesting. So, I think I can happily ignore that. And for sixty dollars, it seems reasonable. Sixty dollars is an excellent price for a leader class figure. Um, Bearing in mind that this was seventy nine dollars, which was a welcome discount from the the sort of the the ninety to one hundred that we usually see for leader classes, it was seventy nine at Kmart. Um, Zing's price, Zing's official price is one hundred and ten dollars. So everyone who ordered it at sixty dollars, they're trying to get them to to cough up an extra fifty bucks. They tried with me. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna put myself up now because like I'll, I'll segue into my things. They try, they tried with me and. I showed them the order that said I've paid $60 and there's nothing left. And the store manager looked at my order history and went, okay, look, I can see that whenever you order stuff, you do pay full price instead of putting a deposit down. So I'm going to assume that that was a, that was a pricing error and, and off you go. Um, same thing applied to Ironhide, which managed to, managed to get for $45 due to a, a pricing error from them on their website as well. So I'm very happy with, very happy with that. Um, 
couple of other couple of other acquisitions to get through quickly. I've got a core class wheelie because why not? Um, had, <laughs> had to get a core class wheelie in order to justify getting this guy, which is legitimately legitimately of interest to people, which is the core class eighty six Rumble. Uh, also, Rumble also red, specifically known as Rumble Blue. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, he does he does say rumble bracket blue on the box um oh, he's a nice no. he's a nice figure he doesn't have elbows and i'm a little bit surprised that the um the, the pile drivers don't actually move um there's been a little bit of there's been a little bit of interest from the local community in creating new pile drivers for him that actually move um i'll i'll be interested to see how that goes but he is think- a he is a nice update to the um he is a nice update to the uh, the, the 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 sort of the core cassette. Uh, it's a great looking guy. frenzy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yes. Very good. Uh, Rob also says, "Hey, it's <laughs> hey, it's uh, it's frenzy as well." Um, I do have a couple of other. It's actually oh. Rumble Bracket Blue is yeah, a different it's, it's... character entirely. <laughs> so that's that's the third guy. No, no, they'll they'll release Frenzy Bracket Red, but this also means that they can now release them. they can now release Frenzy Bracket Blue and Rumble Bracket Red as well. Um, a couple, a couple <laughs> of other couple of other acquisitions to get through. Obviously, I haven't opened all of these yet. Uh, there is the the GI uh, Joe Stalker Bumblebee. Um, really, really looking forward to opening this guy up. Um, he's He's said to be a lot better than Megatron. Uh, the Meg- the Megatron figure was uh, said to be said to be a little bit hollow. I didn't mind it myself, but um, the they're saying that the people are saying that the the Bumblebee uh, strike Stalker is, is sorry he's, he's an awesome striker. striker and he comes with a character named Stalker because I don't understand GI Joe. And there's one other one other thing that I haven't opened up yet. I will open up soon. And for people who are into the Unicron trilogy, you might recognise this this figure. This is the this is the black oh, repaint of Rodimus. That's now, nice. We've talked. We've talked about... <laughs> <laughs> what? Damn. Yeah, yeah. That, it is. That, it is, it that is, is a old. pull. That is a deep dive, Jason. That, mm. that is a deep dive. Um, we have talked about the Rodimus from I think it's from Energon um, before. And I'm I'm Make oddly fond, yeah. I, I'm I'm oddly fond of that of that uh, Rodimus. So, when the chance to purchase the black repaint, which is uh, lim- is limited limited somehow. I'm not I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure how its distribution was limited, but it's it's it is quite limited. Looks fantastic, and it's still sealed. It's limited so, to one per Jason. <laughs> really? Oh, that's a, that's mm. disappointing. It's, it's uh, really, like really strong that. <laughs> I'd like to correct you. Yeah, I'd like to correct you. I've purchased a second one. Um, <laughs> it was a no, uh, This was this was this was purchased from a friend of ours too, Mikey. Uh, so yeah, fair enough. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm actually I'm really excited about. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I'm really excited about opening up that uh, that Rodimus, uh, that, that yeah. black Rodimus, and getting a look at him next to the next to the original. I've also actually since realised that I think they used I think they used that Rodimus mold as a Thunder Clash in a bot concept as well. Yep, you're right. Oh, I, th- hmm. I, th- I think they did. I think it was in the Wings of Glory set. Maybe. And I think I've got it. I, you should know that then. I, I, well, I know I, I know I've got the Wings of Glory set, but it, if it is the Wings of Glory set, then it means I've got. Yeah, no, set. it sounds it sounds familiar. 
I'll have to I'll have to get them out and uh, and see how we go. So yes, um, going to be looking forward to opening up that uh, um, that uh, yeah Black Rodimus and and the other the other acquisitions which I clearly <coughs> haven't opened yet uh, as well. Um, just quickly know. before we leave acquisitions, yeah. a couple of comments in there. No, it's not the Weijing one. As we said, it's the Studio Series grind or but I'll call it blackout. And it was on clearance for seventy nine bucks, but my wife's got a Coles card that ten percent off, so it was dropped to sixty nine. That's how it was sixty nine bucks. Yeah, yeah. Someone someone did ask if you if you've got the the Weijang version of Blackout, and um, I oh. I didn't think that I didn't think that you had it, so I, I no, didn't. No, Jason, I didn't ask, but yeah. Did you want to talk about the Jabi Hiffy thing? Maybe half. Uh, yeah, you know, let, let, let's let you know what. Do you know what actually? You've reminded me. I, if I scroll far enough up the run sheet, I actually didn't talk about local releases and overseas releases. So let, let's cover them off very, very quickly. Um, things that have been released locally, you can find Shattered Glass <laughs> Soundwave at JB Hi-Fi and at Zing, I think. For $1 million. Yeah, $1 million. If you do walk into those stores expecting to find them, do do be prepared to hold your wallet and um, caress, it, caress it to ease its pain because he is, he is well We're over 115 $120 for a Voyager plus two micro masters but uh, it's shattered glass sound wave it's gonna sell it's, it's, a, it's a popular character uh, the G.I. Joe stalker bumblebee that I just showed is at JB Hi-Fi and it's at Zing legacy wave three deluxes are making their way out to some stores now we have we have seen a trickle of them over the last month but I, th I think you're gonna start seeing them at uh at stores like EB and EB and Zing and JB Hi-Fi in in earnest. Um, also, I've noticed that uh, I've noticed that a website called The Gamesman um, is doing very well with local releases of these figures as well. So you can you can order the you can order these guys from The Gamesman um, as well. Uh, the the new Studio Series Wave that has Crosshairs, Hot Rod, eighty six Ironhide, and the Fallen is also out locally as well. Uh, and Legacy Bomburst, a core class figure, seems to have popped hmm. up readily available to ship on Amazon Australia. Not really, um, not really sure where Bomburst fits into everything, but if you're if you're into the core figures, and he is, he is another sort of core rendition of a, a popular pretender figure like Iguanas earlier in the year. Iguanas, very very well regarded um, core figure. A lot of people really like him, so I think a lot of people will be getting Bomburst um, to go with him. Uh, and if we do quickly look at overseas releases, that same Studio Series wave has been released. However, it also contains core class figures like 86 Rumble, which I've got here, um, a Dark of the Moon Laserbeak, and a repack of 86 Wheelie, which is why I've also got that here. And there's also Shattered Glass Slicer and Flame War available overseas now. Those are in the USA. Uh, those two haven't made it out for Asian release yet, but they will be this month and next month. Um, those two are not coming to Australia, we're told. So if you are looking for Slicer and Flame War, you are going to have to import them. Uh, but there's plenty, of, there's plenty of stores that will send them to you and, and post them to Australia. Mm. That is that is it. Uh, you mentioned the JB Hi-Fi news. Um, so JB Hi-Fi has launched a membership, a membership service called Perks. And it's free to join. Um, I'm just, I'm just gonna, just gonna bring it up on their website now. Um, it's free to join now, Mikey. You've, you've joined up to this today. Do you want to tell us a I little have. bit about what it, uh, what it entails? Yeah. Um, so I believe it was posted in our group chat that we have for this podcast. 
And I'm just like, huh, that seems interesting. $10 off, that'd be nice. Um, so I basically followed the link to this page. I basically, all I think I had to do was enter my email and find out if I was a member of um, JB Hi-Fi, whereas if you have purchased something online with them before, then you are. Um, in the last 20 years, they still have your data. <laughs> they do. They have had, they have something just, that they purchased. Just like Optus. Quite, quite yeah, some time. And everyone yeah. else. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then you just basically, you sign up, there's no fee or anything. And then straight away in my inbox, I got a $10 coupon to be spent either online or in store. And um, you also enter your birth month. So you don't actually have to enter your exact birthday. So um, someone who's got their birthday coming up soon, enter your enter this month and see if you get the code or whatever you get. I'm not entirely sure what you get, maybe like 10% off or something. Um, but you do get birthday perks. Um, and yeah, I just think it's really cool. So to begin with, you get your $10 off. So you, again, install or so, online. So you got a $10 discount on Shatterglass Soundwave. Yeah, no, I um, I think I'll be so. I think I'll be finding my Soundwave uh, elsewhere. I don't think I'm going to be paying over a hundred dollars for a fifty dollar figure. Thank you very much. Yeah, so I will. I will just mention that uh, over the weekend, the Gamesman had a discount on their eBay store. This is last weekend. You could get. I I I say this. I say this grudgingly because I fucking hate these services. If you used Afterpay, you could get twenty five percent off the nah, the toys I, I on the Gamesman store. If yeah. you don't use Afterpay, don't you get fall 20, for it. If you don't use Afterpay, you can get twenty percent off. Um, I dislike the fact that I'm penalised for giving them all of my money up front, but whatever. Um, mm. So yeah, so there, there, there have been discounts available for for this figure. So I think I, I think I ordered one from Gamesman for about ninety five dollars, I think, or maybe ninety four or something. That, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, no, happy to do this. Cause, um, as we know, or as, as I know from my shopping, um, JB Hi-Fi is slowly becoming the best place to find Transformers and Marvel Legends and DC and Star Wars action figures, a lot of exclusive items coming to JB Hi-Fi, um, including the Shatterglass Jetfire, which apparently you can't get anywhere else in the world. There are <laughs> it's plenty it's of, it's a world exclusive. <laughs> world Worldwide exclusive. Yeah. Yeah, so you go into JB again because they're slowly shifting away from you know DVDs and CDs and all that, and they're just trying to stay alive. Um, they're doing their they're they're doing their best with trans they're doing their best with toys and stuff, and um, yeah, like you find I find some I found some really cool um, items. Uh, just I, I love going to JB Hi-Fi now because you just find you know new new cool stuff every time. Uh, the only place to get your uh, G.I. Joe exclusive Transformers. Um, again, all your Shattered Glass, most of your Shattered Glass stuff, except for those two annoying last two pieces which aren't coming here, which is which sucks. Um, what else? Uh, some They restock old figures like I know... It's, it's the only place that I've found the, um, the Legacy Soundwave is at JB Hi-Fi. That's the only place I found that one. Has been spotted um, Zing as well, but I, you're right. That one's that one's been a little bit a little bit scarce on shelves. Yeah, that's the only place that I've found a person. Legacy Soundwave, oh, the Voyager, the Voyager. So the, yeah. the Cybertronian one without the Grubel on it. Right. Um. So yeah, like I think this, I think everyone should sign up to this because firstly, you know, ten bucks, great. You know, to spend any way you want, and then that you everyone, get, you please know, please sign up and bankrupt JB Hi-Fi. Yeah, basically. Uh. <laughs> Um, and, and they say they'll keep you up to date with deals and stuff, which, you know, should include toys most of the time. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with it. Will J-Mart Do- be making an account? 
<laughs> did did at some point did you did you walk into the store and look at all of the transformers and just go jb you've done it again <laughs> yes and then slowly after that i was arrested so yeah, yeah. was it for Sorry. throwing a hammer through a window <laughs> jb you've done it again yeah no i don't know um yeah no i um no i'm, I'm just really happy with jb so i think i think this is a really good incentive for people four. I threw the Lego hammer through the window, so it didn't really go through the window. It just broke. On the window. It just bounced off the window, and the security guard arrested you. Dang it! All right, uh, that. So yeah, thanks for thank you for mentioning that because we we I did mean to I did mean to bring it up, but I I forgot. Uh, so yeah, put um, it in the run sheet, and you read straight past it. It's, you know, I don't think I actually did put it in the run sheet. So yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, look that 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 does us for for the night. Um, we've we've had a we've had a good fun time. So thank you everyone for listening along with us. Um, thank you for listening if you're if you're listening to the recorded episode. Thank you everyone for coming and coming along and uh, commenting on the live record for us. Uh, we we really we do appreciate it. Uh, a reminder that you, if you are listening to us on a podcast, you can watch us. I don't know what, if you really want to. You can watch us and you can see what we're talking about via our YouTube channel. That's YouTube. Uh, you know, I'm not going to read it out, but you can find us at Transformers Collectors Club Australia on YouTube. Uh, you can find out more about these stories and more with links to them all and more in our show notes. Uh, we do love, we do love listener feedback. People don't, people don't give us that much listener feedback we get live comments it's it's lovely and we love you all um you can find us all in the transformers collectors club australia group on facebook uh, and if you're not already subscribed you can find the podcast in your podcatcher of choice i think that's about it um we've been going for long enough i'm not going to read the boilerplate it is the end of the show we will be back it's it's all from us we'll be back with more transformers news soon it might be next week we'll see how we go uh does anyone have anything that we need to add before we bring the show to a close we'll at least get one in before christmas <laughs> yes yes we don't de- we definitely it's only we six definitely weeks will. so yeah. yeah yeah oh die <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. it's a it is six uh, weeks before christmas mariah carey has been thawed out from her from her cold <laughs> storage and she is getting ready to take the stage and uh and her my, songs have been put back into rotation my favorite my, yeah. my favorite mariah carey meme is you know that um you know that thing of rita repulsa emerging from the her tomb it's just after like 10, I've, returned after, I've returned i've, I've returned after ten thousand years to spread christmas joy so yeah um Dear God, we get too much of that woman. But uh, anyway, it's, I think it's a self-fulfilling cycle. It's like everyone jokes about how much it gets played every year. So then it, it just gets played more and more and more. So you're thinking about it more and more and more. So it gets played more. And it's just. It, 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 sounds yeah. like, it sounds like it sounds like the trap that Sony fell into on re-releasing Morbius. Ooh, <laughs> oh, I love that. Wow. Oh, no. What? <laughs> conflicting opinions oh, no, 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 no 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 i love that the, there was this thing it's just how, how they released morbius again and then there was this um it was this meme which is like oh sorry we were all away that weekend can you release it again we'll promise we'll, we'll promise we'll come and see we'll it we'll go and see it this time yes yeah it's great all right what's Everyone the chance think- it's going to be a infinity war or um end game re-release before avatar 2 comes out in december <laughs> Oh, yeah, or, or yeah maybe they'll 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 be dueling they'll be dueling for the yeah, top spot. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I expect an Avatar re-release more than anything else, but yeah, yeah, Avatar it's already out. It's out now. Yeah. All right. 
that is it, everyone. Thank you very much. Yep. We will uh, we will we will talk about things that might include more Transformers or Avatar um, next week. Uh, next week, hopefully, we'll see how we go. Uh, thank you very much for watching along with us, and thank you for listening to us on your podcatcher of choice. Thank you very much, and good for now. See you guys. Take it easy.